0: Yo, what's up everybody? It's Braun Johnson coming at you live with the sixth episode of the Live Your Best Life Movement podcast. Very excited to be here with you today. Today, I actually wanted to share an interview that I had with Dan Swedberg of Merryman Magazine. Him and his team featured me and my life coaching business in their sixth issue entitled Compassion. And I wanted to share this interview with you on my podcast because a lot of really Beautiful things came out of it. I think it's going to benefit the people that listen to it. So without further ado, here it is, me and Dan Swedberg, him interviewing me about everything that I'm doing in my business. And I'm very excited to have him do an interview with him and all the beautiful things he and his team are doing on his podcast. So without further ado, here we got it. There's nothing off limits. I'm open to talk about whatever you want to talk about, my brother. I love it.
1: I love yeah, it. sounds you good. Got it. You bet. Um, yeah. All okay, right. Well, let's just dive right into it then. Let's get it. Let's get it. Um. Cool. So how long have you been working as a life coach for now? Well, I've been wanting to
0: do life coaching. I've known that I've wanted to be a life coach ever since two th- the end of 2009. So about 10 and a half years. And that was when I was 20, 21 years old. And I was just coming out of acting school fresh out of acting school. Actually, I left acting school because I I knew that I wanted to do something else. I was being called towards something else. And it just so happened to be around the same time I started to go through a huge, huge, huge spiritual shift. I started to lose connection with the outside world, so to speak. And I started to go really, really deep into meditation practice. And my whole world kind of collapsed at the same time because I On one hand, I hated myself for for not continuing my journey as an actor because that was my dream to to become an A-list actor in L.A. But uh, I I hated myself for not doing that, but also hated myself for the fact that I felt zero competence to do what I was feeling called to do. So I felt very much in limbo through for a good like three, four or five years. and at the same time i knew that i wanted to be a life coach and a spiritual mentor um so long story short i i knew i knew that i've wanted to do the life coaching stuff for that long but i i realized it at such a young age i wasn't really ready to be it so over the past 10 years i've really taken a lot of time to study and work with people in the industry read tons of books my my passion has always been about discovering the marriage between science and spirituality really understanding how the universe works in our relationship to it how how the laws of the universe works the the laws of creation and basically how we can be and do and have anything we want in our lives and so again long story short that's that's been my journey in a nutshell and today i'm i'm i feel so confident and competent to be doing what i'm doing i've been working with more clients than i ever have been and you know, more than anything, having a lot of success stories with the people that I'm working with, you know, actually, actually seeing that my work is having a significant, making a significant difference in people's lives. And that's ultimately what
1: it's always been about. I love that. I love that. You see the difference that you're making. That's awesome. So do you, um, like, are your clients all local or do you um, have any clients that are remote? Is that something that you're open to if not?
0: Oh yeah, of course. Over over the years, I've worked with people people internationally. Right now, at this time, all of my clients are local. Um, I got a couple that are outside of my city, but uh, I'm not working with them consistently. I mean, life coaching is is one of those things where it, people ask me what does my coaching look like, and it really is tailor made because everybody is in a different spot in their lives, and so naturally. Some person is just going to want, you know, a quick hour checkup and check in with where they're at in life. And some people need slash want weekly coaching. Um, You know, everybody's in a different place. So I, I meet the client where where they're at and where their needs are at. And we design a plan from there, if that makes sense. Beautiful. No, totally
1: makes sense. Um, so for anybody who doesn't really understand maybe what it is that you do, do you want to explain that in a nutshell? Like I know we've had discussions about it, Mm -hmm. um, and I'm very, uh, you know, adept at understanding what it is that you offer, but maybe for somebody out there, how can you help them Yeah. if they're considering having a life coach or if they've never heard of a life
0: coach? Totally. I really appreciate the question, Dan. It's awesome. Yeah. So the way I, the way I describe it is that, if, If you imagine a piece of paper and you draw a line down the piece of paper on the left side, you could write healing and on the right side, you could write desires and dreams and goals. And in life, we are always wanting to move towards our next step. We're always wanting to gain clarity on who we really are today and how to get to our next step. But what happens with so many people, and it happened to me for years, is that I knew what I wanted, but for years and years i had so much shit inside me i had all of these negative beliefs i had so much you know garbage beliefs and tr- trauma that i hadn't healed yet and so when i when i start working with a client i i get them to look at that piece of paper and i say typically um, not not all counselors but most counselors will focus more on the left side which is the healing journey of, of a person's journey towards success of what they want in life. Um, a counselor will, will work on the left side and a, co- a life coach will work more on the right side. I I, appro- I do both. And so again, depending on where the client is at, if someone is in a deep state of depression or if they know that they are living life where they are not happy, they're not connected, they're living life mostly in a pessimistic or bored or angry state, well then I have a tendency to look more towards okay like let's let's look at what we can heal for this person let's look at the truth of what's really going on in their psychology their day-to-day psychology you know what was their trauma in in their past whether it was you know them being bullied at school whether they were as bad as being raped whether they witnessed a murder you know whatever it is that we all we all every single human being has trauma And so again, the left side of the journey is about the healing journey. And the more you clear up the healing, the more we can have an opportunity to gain clarity and focus on what the person really wants for their life. And then I go into deep education and training on how to actually create that in their
1: lives. Very, very cool. Can you give me like maybe, is there any instances or clients lately that you've had? And obviously, you don't need to reveal names or anything like that. But um, any specific scenarios where you see the success of um, and having an impact of what you're doing? Um, Anything that, you know, any, any specific scenarios lately? Oh,
0: yeah, big time. Again, appreciate the question. I would say, and it's it's a funny thing, and I, I you can probably relate to this as well, and I think everybody can relate to this, where you've had that experience, where you've been working with either a teacher or a coach or even just a friend, and they've said something that changed your life in that moment. It mm-hmm. wasn't it wasn't exactly the words necessarily they they used; it was the way they said it, and the right place the right time for you to take it in and for you to have a light bulb you Mm. have what's called a paradigm shift where you suddenly you know you have that light bulb go off and you're like holy crap i've either been doing this thing wrong that hasn't been serving me all this time and holy crap i need to approach life this way now excuse me we've all had a similar experience like that and so a lot, of, a lot of the time when I'm working with someone, um, I'll give you an example to answer your question. I was working with someone recently and they were going through a breakup. They were going through a conscious breakup. And throughout our whole coaching experience, this person was saying, you know, I know that I don't want to be in this relationship anymore, um, but I'm, I'm too scared to let go because I'm so well known in the community. You know, what I really want to be doing is I want to be dating other people, but I'm, I'm, too, I'm too scared to, to actually admit that to myself because I'm scared of the judgments that other people will have of me in the community. And so our whole coaching pr- process was empowering this individual to recognize that if you can spend, if you spend the next year, or no, six months, a year, five years wanting and wishing one thing but giving into the fear of what other people are going to think, think of you, Mm. then, then what are you going to create? And Mm. so that's just a small example of me helping someone shift their paradigm or bringing them to a certain awareness point of what they really need to do differently and what they need to start focusing on in order to create their lives. And, and it was the way I coached that person that, you know, they ended up giving me a testimonial and it was their words that said, you changed my life. Wow. And, and again, it, it wasn't, it wasn't that I necessarily said anything quote unquote special. It's mm. the fact, it's the fact that what I'm really good at is asking the person questions, really deep, vulnerable questions to get them to the truth of what's already going on inside them. And mm. once, and, and once as a coach, I see, I see my work as almost like an artist, as someone who goes really, really deep into the heart, into the soul of what this human being truly wants for themselves and giving them the permission to go after it. So in other cool. words, I, I ain't no special person. I just got really good at getting, getting to the balls, the core, the real authentic truth of another human being and help them believe that they can actually have that.
1: I love that. I, and you said you're not <laughs> you ain't no special person but I believe you are a very special person. But what you mean is you don't have a magic wand essentially that just can cure anyone of their ailments just like the snapping your finger, right? Precisely. Um, precisely. Yeah. That's amazing. I love that story. And thank you for sharing that. Um, I I think, yeah. So, a small part of what you do, essentially, what you said there in a nutshell, is releasing some limiting beliefs that people may have. And so that they can either get on their path to healing or get in their path to what they need, what they want to accomplish ultimately, right? That's right. I love that. Beautiful, beautiful. So, I mean, I think like, you know, the way that I've changed and stuff like that with how my beliefs have changed um, have really had like an incredible effect on my mood and my happiness and whatnot. And um, wh- what's your opinion um, or maybe any experiences that you have um on on shifting your beliefs and and what kind of cause that has on effects of you know mood and happiness
0: absolutely it's a it's a great question and it's a question that i talk about very much with my clients and i think the first thing to understand is what is a belief Mm -hmm. and all 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 a belief actually is is a thought that you keep on thinking habitually Mm -hmm. whether unconsciously or consciously all a belief is is that you've you as a perception of reality or a perception of yourself or some something or someone else that you keep on thinking and you do it over and over and over again until you have an, a set of neural pathways in the brain that forms that that we call a belief or a belief system it, it becomes a paradigm it's the way we interact with life and it's our relationship with life and so if you understand that you are ultimately the creator of your thoughts that Mm -hmm. also means that you're the creator of your beliefs Mm -hmm. and so once you once you realize so my work with people is is ultimately about changing their beliefs about themselves more than anything because it's our beliefs about ourselves our our level of self-worth our level of self-love that ultimately is going to drive us towards success in life and so a lot, a lot of the time, again, and that's the whole left side of the equation, the healing journey. Mm. And so, you know, my, my, my process and basically everyone's process towards healing is recognizing that you're only ultimately going to be really happy in life if you allow yourself to become vulnerable
1: and real with who you really are and what you really want in life. I mean, that is, I would 100% agree. I would 100% agree with that. That's definitely very much in line with um, the awareness that we're trying to um, evoke here, which is amazing. So let's, yeah, let's kind of touch (laughs) on risk and fears, um, you know, in, in how they relate to beliefs and whatnot and how limiting they can be as well.
0: Yeah, well, absolutely. I mean, we live in a physical world and there is, so so many opportunities for for failure, but I don't I don't choose to look at failure as as a as um as something that that's going to be bad. Failure is always going to be an opportunity for growth. Totally. But it, but we're programmed to think the opposite way, and and yes. right, and and so that that leads us into a more fear based paradigm, mm-hmm. or or. Uh, a state of mind where you're approaching life and and you're scared to take
1: those risks. Absolutely. I mean, one thing that I remember significantly was being told how risky it was for me to dive in and start a business. Um, But to me, the biggest risk was to not risk anything at all. You know what I mean? Yes. And I've really learned to let go of all those fears because the pros to me outweigh all the cons. You know what I mean? So, I mean, just kind of, you know, backing up what you're saying there, absolutely, I 100% agree with that. And
0: absolutely. adopting the
1: mentality of being fearless, you know, I don't think it's, um, I don't think it's uncommon uh, uh, in in today's day and age of people who are fearless. Because um, I've heard it multiple times in like celebrity, uh, celebrity interviews, where I've heard like, um like Will Smith for instance is an example Hugh Jackman is another example where they say like if fear ever strikes them with any projects or anything that they want to do in life um or they have like anxiety um then they know they have to pursue it and they know they have to do it because they won't allow themselves to be ruled by fear absolutely um, right I love so that to have that kind of tremendous amount of um you know feeling accomplished and being more grateful um, for life afterward, I think if you want to talk about like raising vibration, um, I think fear is low vibrational and, you know, accomplishment is very high, right? Absolutely. Yeah. The way I look
0: at it is that you can approach life in one of two ways. I mean, at the end of the day, if if you recognize and you accept the core fundamental of life's truth, which is that you're the creator of your own reality and because we have the choice ultimately, and this is a practice, you know, it's its not easy to do this right off, right off the bat, but when you recognize that you are the creator of your thoughts, and therefore you are the creator of what you give your attention to, and therefore you are the creator of what choices and experiences you choose to uphold in life, and therefore you're the creator of your life. And so the more you accept full responsibility over the creation of your life, the more fun life gets, the more the more bliss and joy you can allow into your life because you take full responsibility. You're you're no longer blaming the outside world or blaming your past, blaming your parents, blaming society, blaming the government, blaming the amount of money you have. You're no longer blaming. You're choosing to take responsibility over your perception of all of those things. And once you take full responsibility for your perception, then you are no longer a victim. Mm. And, when you're, and when you're no longer a victim, you you slowly and slowly and slowly, and again, it's a process for, for most people, you slowly make your way up to what we call a higher vibrational state. That's an egoless state. That's a state where you are making a decision to interact with the world in a more loving, compassionate, and fun way. And and to also understand this is that no one's perfect. You know, you're, there's never there's never going to be a time where you're in like a hundred percent positive. Like even for me, I've been I've been on this personal spiritual development game for a long time, and for the most part, my vibe is pretty high. But there are a lot of times where I feel like shit. It's it's. The fact, though, that when I do have those times that I have the tools, I have the practices, I've made it a practice to bring myself back into a higher vibrational state. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of, again, there's a lot of ways to, there's a lot of different practices to do that. Of course, I touch a lot on that in my coaching, but ultimately, I love the question because again, there's only, there's only ultimately two ways to interact with life a positive one and one that feels less than positive mm. and to know and to know that it, it's my it's my fundamental belief that love and positivity the root of it is is who we actually are and so when the more you the more you connect with that higher vibrational frequency of unconditional love the more in alignment and the better your life will become. And I've not only seen that in theory, I've seen that over and over and over again with myself and the stories, the stories that I've seen from my clients and
1: stories that I've read from people all over the world. It's, it's just, it's just a truth of our reality. Mm hmm. So for maybe some biased people out there that are listening to this about um, you mentioned spirituality a few times and, you know, I myself am quite spiritual and I consider you quite spiritual as well. But for everybody out there that, you know, perhaps is or isn't, you know, um, how would you approach uh, like, you know, coaching to, to somebody who maybe isn't or um, who is um, like, is there a different approach there? Do you need to be spiritual to be able to, you know, be in line with what it is that you know what I'm saying? absolutely it's a
0: fundamental truth of our time space reality that our our experience will all, always mirror what we have inside us mm-hmm. and so if you go around life and you f- have a fundamental belief about your reality that say you that you don't that you're not spiritual or that there is no god or that you know that there ultimately is no point to our existence well then that's the kind of life that you're going to create for yourself and therefore it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. And so, and that's the beauty about all this stuff is that we are so free that we can choose to think thoughts that are limiting. We are mm-hmm. so, we are so free in our ability to think whatever we want to think that we can choose to not believe in love. And that's totally okay. You know, I'm never going to be, you know, like, I, I think a lot of people mistake the word spirit, spirituality for religion and Agreed. for me, and for me, I'm I'm not talking about religion at all because I, I don't have a I don't have a God that I quote unquote worship. I I have a fundamental belief that my quote unquote God is the, the essence of love that we're all connected to. And to me, that's the most both on a scientific and spiritual level, yes. that that is that is the thing that makes the most sense to me, you know? And, you know, I always, I always love to, to take a back seat and, and also say that being said, for all we know, we could be a brain in a vat and we could be hooked up to a matrix and all of this could be totally not real at all. And we, it could just, we could just be a part of a vastly intelligent computer simulation. And no, so, right. and we, we would have and we would have absolutely no way of proving that true or false from our phys- from our current physical perspective. And so I say this to the skeptic. I say this to the person that that might be hearing all this and saying, I don't know is that that's fine. You can you can choose to not believe in the power within however. It is my understanding again, both on a scientific and spiritual understanding that when you actually do Take full ownership of your life and choose to render yourself and play to this game of life that says, what you focus on most of the time, you will create. And that's not theory. That's actually s- simple science that our thoughts and our perceptions about our reality are, are literally creating it. And so what I'd say to the person is, don't take my word for it. Try it out. Take a desire that you have and think positively about it, not just once, not just twice, but be playful with it. And it and the key is, you know, it has to be something that you believe that you can have. Mm-hmm. It, can't, it can't be like if you're if you're someone that makes minimum wage and you say, okay, well, I I wanna, I wanna I wanna create a million dollars or or whatever into my life. The the fact that you don't you probably don't believe that you can have a million dollars anytime soon and just because you put out that thought or focus on that a lot you're also going to be countering that thought with thoughts of doubt which is ultimately going to create the 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 absence of that million dollars and so what I what I always say to people is that if you want to create something good in your life, focus on something that you really, 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 really want, that mm. you also really believe that you can have, mm-hmm. and and again, don't take my word for it. Try it out and have fun with it, because it is unreal the power that we have within us when we align ourselves with our desires and the be- belief that we are worthy of creating it in our life. I love
1: that. I mean, what very well said. I wholeheartedly agree and i mean that kind of touches on what i wanted to talk about next in um talking about manifesting abundance or success right Mm -hmm. and what the realization of or having the realization of what it means to let some let let go of the outcome Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. like honestly i like i've heard over and over again like the key to manifesting what it is you want is is letting go and trusting in whatever it is you believe in Mm -hmm. for you know, universe, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I remember listening to somebody who put it into perspective and he devoted his lot of, a lot of his business and time um, and energy into teaching about like the law of attraction, right? Yes. And what he said, um, for me, it was like an epiphany, uh, like a revelation, a moment. And like literally had chills all over my body when I, when I understood what he was saying, that he was saying the key to letting go is understanding and accepting that outcome the outcome will not make you complete. Um, So like it kind of touches on back to saying like money can't buy you happiness. You really have to understand that like self worth and self esteem, inner strength, confidence, like true authentic happiness comes from within. Yes. And it comes from you and not your circumstances um, or outside influences. Mm-hmm. So, like, in order to let go of the thing you desire, um, or you're trying to manifest, you first need to understand that you're complete without it. Would you agree or disagree?
0: Oh, I 100% agree. And, and that goes back to my fundamental belief and understanding about reality and about who we actually are on, you know, we can even see on a... Scientifical level if you take a look at at the foundation of what reality may, is made out of it's it's all energy Everything in the universe is just energy vibrating at different frequencies and, and we know that all energy is interconnected And so we are all literally not not theory here This is literally we are all one. We are all one pulsating energetic field of pure positive potential creation and so my fundamental belief about who i am is that i'm not disconnected to anything i'm not disconnected to my desires i'm not disconnected to you i'm not disconnected to anything in my experience it's only my physical perception that gives the illusion that i'm separate but on an energetic on an energetic level we are all very very much connected and i think the more you Remember that who you really are is, is pure, unconditional love. The more you can relax, the more you can sit back and experience a sense of hyperconnection to not only yourself, your soul, but life itself, the present moment. And from that state of consciousness, you already are successful. You are, you already are beautiful. You already are the thing that you're trying to create in life. You already are the success that you're trying to manifest. Mm -hmm. And once, and once you hone in on that vibration and practice that vibration, baby, the things that come, (laughs) the things that come into your experience when you know, not just in your head, but in your heart and your soul and your belly and your knees and your guts, your whole body, that you are beauty personified. Mm -hmm. You will, you must attract things that are of the same frequency as you, whatever that means to you. What's beautiful for me is going to be very different for what's beautiful for you, Dan, and everybody listening on this podcast, right? Because we're all unique creators. We all have different desires. And what I teach my clients is that if you really want to create the things that you want in your life to make it super, super simple, just Mm -hmm. just vibrate love. Vibrate mm-hmm. the 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 frequency of pure unconditional love, or do your best. Make it a practice to get there, and that's mm-hmm. why that's why people say the, the best practice is gratitude. It's the same mm-hmm. fre- it's the same frequency. It's appreciation, and you must attract things that are of that same frequency from your perception.
1: Totally. And I mean, there's so many um, studies and there's so many um, topics out there, like the law of attraction or like karma, for instance, you know, that really um, just put that in, you know, make that concrete, because I mean, there, you hear it over and over and over again. But I think that what people think that, you know, what people tend to think is that if they don't get what they most desire, if they don't get what they want, then life is over. Mm -hmm. And then they won't be happy, you know, but I think what you're, you were touching on, like the paradigm shift that you mentioned before, the, you know, this change of belief that that's not actually the case, that's not actually true. Um, and I think of it like, whatever my dream is, um, you know, and I work on it, and I focus the enjoyment of the work. Um, you know, if the outcome doesn't meet the goals that I've set for it, then something better is coming along. Oh, you absolutely. Absolutely. Um, oh, and not yeah. to put all the, my eggs in one basket, essentially. There's a fluidity and adaptability in realizing that the universe has your back, you yes. know? So, you like, by doing what you love, you'll be rewarded, yes. you know? Yes. Um, and it may be in ways that you might have not originally have planned.
0: Absolutely. That's okay. Well yeah, you you look at you look at Thomas Edison, inventor, one of the arguably one of the smartest men who've ever lived, the inventor of the light bulb. He mm-hmm. you know, they wanted to lock him up when he was creating when he was trying to invent the incandescent light bulb. And he failed and took years to invent that. And when a reporter went and asked him um about his journey with it and asked him, you know, you, you failed over a thousand times in creating it, and he laughed and looked at them and said, "I didn't fail. I found one thousand ways to to not create it. I found one thousand ways in order to figure out the right way. In other words, each failure that we have is is calibrating us towards a greater and greater success. And so it's it's really all about how you perceive your failure. You know, when I when I fail in life. You know some sometimes i get a little bit down but instantly my my the the work my work has been to to practice saying oh awesome that means that that failure means again i always i always like to go back to the science behind it like the science of energy because because that's been my passion is understanding the marriage of the of the two Mm -hmm. is is that there has to be an a seed that is equal in the other direction that has just mm-hmm. been planted from that failure. And so it's my job now to go and search for the the, the success that was born out of my failure,
1: if that makes mm-hmm. sense. 100%. And, and what um, kind of, I don't know if it's a frustration, but it's a, I don't believe in the word, like, I feel like the word failure has such a misconception about yeah, the definition of what it is. You know what I mean? Like yeah, people- oh, yeah failure is like the end of the road, but it's really not. I mean, I, I tend to use the word mistakes more than failures because to mistakes makes more sense to me. Sure. Yeah. Mistakes, I feel like are learning lessons and that's essentially what a failure should be. You know what I mean? So that's going to obviously put you on the right path. If you continue obviously and use them as a learning lesson and a stepping stone, it'll put you on the right path to getting what your goals are essentially. Right. hundred percent. yeah, no, I totally agree with you. Man, we got some good stuff. I definitely um, appreciate you coming and talking with me today. I think I'm going to conclude there. I think we got some really great um, insight for people to really um,
0: yeah, to really
1: resonate with. And thank you so much for chatting with me. Oh, it's my pleasure. Giving some feedback a little bit about what it is that you do. Um, so if people are wanting to reach out or learn more about you, where can they do that?
0: Yeah, they can hit me up on Instagram at Braun, B-R-O-N dot Johnson or they can that's really the best place you know hit me up on there send me a dm and i always respond as soon as i can i love connecting with people i'm all about personal spiritual development i'm here for people i've made it my mission to help make the world a better place through helping individual people transform their lives and and live their best lives by healing their past becoming their authentic self and really stepping into everything they want to create in their lives so get at me this is just the beginning I love it. sounds yeah. good. Thank, thank you so you much. So, uh, thank you, Dan. I, I you know, I, I just want to end by saying I, I love what you're doing. I think everything that, you know, just the human being that you are and, and the the vibe and energy that you're putting into your work right now is is so exciting. And I'm, I'm so excited to be a part
1: of it in the way that I am. And I'm excited to see what you create. Man, I'm very appreciative. Thank you so, so much. Um, yeah. Check out Braun and uh, I will see you guys next week. Peace
0: out. Hey, everyone, thanks for listening. That was a fantastic interview with Dan Swedberg of Merry Men Magazine. So excited to connect with them more. If you did enjoy that podcast, please give it a share. Subscribe to the podcast and do connect with me on Instagram. Uh, This is all about all of us coming together, living our best lives and enjoying our own growing journeys and doing everything we can to move forward on the success path that we say that we want. So stay in touch. Like I said, this is just the beginning, my friends. I'm very excited to connect more with you. Till next time, live your best life.